The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you. It is May 16th, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. A much more calmer and gentler beginning to our show today. Everything was working. Oh, wasn't that nice? It was so nice. Just stepped into the office, flipped on the computer. It was working. (laughs) No, no, there was no alarm going off in the background. See, these are the types of miracles that happen every day that we just overlook. That's right. When life works out exactly how's, as we expect it to, yeah, that's by God's hand. He kind of put a barrier around us and made sure, yep. I got you today. Everything's going to be just fine. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. We were just talking before we went on the air. Uh, I've got a dentist appointment today. Uh-oh. So, okay. you know, just the, one of the no, annual, you know, or semi-annual checkups. And we were talking about toothpaste. Okay. And how you get locked in sure. to your brand. This is my brand and this is what I always use. I'm never going to change. And that's how I have always been from... As long as I can remember as a little kid, and I'm sure my parents helped along with this, a Colgate guy. A Colgate guy. A Colgate guy. guy. You're, you and my parents, yeah. growing up, that is all we used was Colgate. Colgate, yes. I've made the shift to Crest because I like the the lid on them. Oh, because really? Because it's just okay. a flip lid. I got you. And I want the whitening. They've got all these different yeah. different lines of whitening. <laughs> but it's the flip top that that's, makes that's me really appreciate right that one. The thing about toothpaste, <laughs> and this is what's so funny, is so, you know, old timers like me will remember when you'd go into the store years ago and, you know, there'd be a variety of brands, probably mm-hmm. not nearly as many as there is now, but there'd be one. That's it. That's the only one. I mean, like if I'm talking. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Colgate. Colgate, Crest, right. Aquafesh. They just had their one. Their one deal. Deal. Now. Uh-uh. It's a process. Hmm. Whitening. Uh, baking soda included. What do I do? What do, what do, do I do? choose? There's also like a tooth sensitivity. Tooth sensitivity. Wow. It's tough. It's a tough choice. <laughs> and then it's all the different flavors. Yes. Now you've got wintergreen, cool, you know, sparkle, whatever, yeah. mint, spearmint. I mean, really, it's we've got choices, David. I never thought I would spend <laughs> 15 minutes looking at... Not knowing what to do. ...types of toothpaste. Which one do I go with? So I basically just go with the pretty much the general one, and I think it has like whitening. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I yeah. So I like uh, that. So it's, I try to keep it simple. It's just too confusing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah no. Uh. Yeah. I I've been kind of stuck with the crest again. Not anything more than. It's the lid. Yeah. I like the flip-top lid. You should try it sometime. Okay. The other thing I was going to say about the choices, too, which is always (laughs) kind of confusing, there's paste and then there's gel. Oh. You got the white paste, like the classic old toothpaste, and then there's the gel. And some of the gel even have stripes in it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm exhausted now. I told you, it's tough. And then not to mention all of the mouthwashes, because there's pre-wash and (laughs) post-wash, and 
uh, floss. Did your kids I mean, have to do the ones that had like the fluoride in it? Uh, they had fluoride. Yeah. You know, when they would go to the dentist, they would put the little fluoride little packs in there. Mm. Yeah, to kind of strengthen right. them. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think for the most part, it worked really well. My kids didn't have an excess of uh, cavities. Yeah. Like m- Maybe one of them had more than the others, but yeah, it's pretty pretty basic they love going to uh look inside the little toy bin when they're done so david <laughs> maybe right. if you're a good boy so. you'll get to look in the little toy that. bin and i find always somebody. am just excited when i get a new toothbrush <laughs> the whole yeah. new little toothbrush yeah. pack toothbrush show anyway <laughs> anyway there's my toothpaste thoughts for you well today. we will pray that yes. you have an excellent <laughs> uh, dental appointment <laughs> I, this afternoon i appreciate that so what do you have coming up today oh uh, well let's get to some news you know we've been hearing a lot at the u.s mexico border and the crisis that is starting to build up there. Well, bishops across the Southwest remain committed to welcoming migrants just as the church has always done, they said. I'll tell you more about what's going on. Did you happen to see the landslide up by Mount St. Helens? man, oh man, I certainly did. Uh, I'll have that for you in the news. Quite something. All right, I look forward to that too. We got a great show ahead for you on this Tuesday morning. Here is Matt Faley and The Only Light. You are listening to David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's like watching the sunrise, knowing that it's got a set. No new day is dawning But I haven't seen one yet It's like a cold wind blowing But the storm is raging in I know there's beauty and there's goodness But I know how it is Go Go and 
been waiting for this day I'll go on without you In my heart you'll always stay I'll magnify your beauty Holds my heartache. I do it all again. Ooh. But you're not alone. Oh, he's brought you where he's got you. You were never mine to. It's a long road You won't walk it alone Truth will guide your footsteps We'll watch the world is Matt Faley and the Only Light. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David and Brenda with you on this Tuesday morning. Well, you know, Memorial Day, it's coming right up. It not, is, not, a couple of weeks yeah, away. Not this weekend, but the following weekend. So there's going to be some special Memorial Day masses at our Catholic cemeteries. We'll tell you about that with an interview right after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Dei Radio and Father Robert Barcelos in prayer with the morning offering. A morning prayer written by St. Therese. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, I offer Thee all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to His infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them into the furnace of His merciful love. O oh my God, I ask of Thee for myself and for those whom I hold dear, the grace to fulfill perfectly Thy holy will, to accept for love of Thee the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Spring is in bloom at Mater Dei Radio, and with the warming weather comes a wide variety of exciting Catholic events. Plug into all this family fun through the Hail Mary Media app. 
from parish festivals to spiritual retreats, you'll find it all on a community calendar that integrates directly into your car's mapping program. Matri-Day Radio's Hail Mary Media app also brings you powerful spiritual resources, including Liturgy of the Hours with the monks at Mount Angel Abbey, a customized schedule of all your prayer reminders, a stream of Matri-Day Radio's live broadcasts, podcast of all our original programming, including shows only available on the app, videos, Catholic news, and more. Download it all today. Search Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or go to matradayradio.com for more details. Spring into holiness and get the Hail Mary Media app now from Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 7.13 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, I don't know how it was on this side of the river, but yesterday afternoon, early evening, it was lighting up the sky in Clark County. Did you get a uh, lot? It was an aerial display wow. of lightning. I yeah. mean, they were hitting all around the house. Lightning all the way to the ground, sometimes arcing across the sky. Uh, not, But not a downpour. Right. It rained, for sure, but it didn't just yeah. unload, at least at our house. See, it got dark, here, at least my area, southwest Portland, yet we did not get any, I didn't hear any thunder or see any lightning, yeah. and it just, uh, a few drops uh-huh. of rain, but that, that was about it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the opposite of what it was last week. Right. Well, this cloudy morning is the leftover of yesterday's thunderstorms. Look like today we stay clear of more stormy weather. There is a chance in the Cascade and Central and Eastern Oregon you may be under thunderstorm mornings again. Now, for us here in the Valley, you can expect another warm afternoon. Highs pushing to 87 degrees. Overnight, we stay in the lower 60s. Then tomorrow, we heat up. About 92 yeah. degrees, full sunshine kind of day. Hey, you know what I heard on the news yesterday or last night? We've already had four 90-degree days in May, and that's a record. That's already a record. That's a record for the most 90-degree days in May. Okay, so. well, looks like at least one more on uh, deck. All right. Currently 61 degrees at Our Lady of the Lake Church in Lake Oswego. And it is 60 degrees at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. Well, as I mentioned, coming up on Memorial Day, that would be Monday, May 29th, the three main Catholic cemeteries in the Archdiocese of Portland will be holding special Memorial Day Masses. To give us all the details is the director of Catholic Cemeteries in the Archdiocese. He is Daniel Saris. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Great to talk with you again. Well, good morning. Thank you guys very much for inviting me to talk about Memorial Day. Well, absolutely. It's great to see the Mass is back. But first, let me ask you, uh, Brenda and I were just talking about the weather. Maybe you heard that. And uh, little thunder and lightning over the last uh, couple of days. We had some last week, too. How are the cemeteries holding up? Oh, you know, it's really helping out a lot. They are drying out very well. So most most of the gardens are now accessible very easily without having to walk through the wet. Boy, so it, it must, turned out oh, turned out really well. Yeah, I was going to say it must be just be beautiful at the cemeteries this time of year as the as the foliage comes into bloom and as you mentioned starting to dry out a little bit. I, I, I is that the case, I'm sure. Oh, it is. I don't remember them looking as this good for years. It's just absolutely beautiful. So I want everybody to come out. You know, you were talking about the the record-breaking 
weather that we've been having. Right. And so I'm looking forward to this to be like record-breaking attendance at the masses this year. This is the first time since 2019 that we're able to have the masses in person. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, going back, obviously, with the pandemic and not being able to do an in, in person, refresh my memory, were you doing some online in that time? Yes, they were all live streamed from the cathedral with Archbishop Sample. Yeah, that's as I recall, that was the case. Well, it is great to see them back, and uh, you know, let's just go through them. Let our let our listeners know where they can go. And I mean, you've got three of them set up for again Memorial Day, May 29th on Monday. So, give us the details of each of the masses. All right, be happy to do that at Mount Calvary here in Portland. It's going to be at 10 o'clock, and Bishop Peter Smith will be the celebrant. And it's going to be held in the altar garden right at the the top of the hill. And so the Mass at Gethsemane will be uh, at 10 o'clock also, but Archbishop Sample will be the celebrant there. And and Eugene at Mount Calvary, we're having that Mass at 9 a.m., and Father Dale Pato is the uh, celebrant at that Mass. Excellent. And let me let me give our folks these uh, addresses just so they know where they go if they've never been up to the Catholic cemeteries before. So Mount Calvary, this is in southwest Portland. It's at, it's at 333 Southwest Skyline Boulevard. That's Portland. The zip code is 97221, which is very close, actually, to the uh, Mater Dei Radio Studios, too. So it's nice to be able to go up there. Then Happy Valley Gethsemane Cemeteries. That's at 11666 Southeast Stevens Road, Happy Valley, Oregon. That's 97086. And then in Eugene at Mount Calvary Cemetery, that is at 220 Crest Drive, in Eugene, the zip there is 97405. And I'll, I'll let folks know, too, you have this information up on your website. It is on the website, ccpdxor.com. And so you'll be able to see all of that and be able to get directions uh, from the website. I wonder if you can give our listeners just a sense of what the masses will be like. Obviously, it's Memorial Day. I don't know if they're doing anything special with the masses, and you may not know either, but kind of give us a feel of what they'll be doing. You know, the masses at the cemeteries on Memorial Day have become a very big tradition here in the Portland area. And that's, uh, you know, I gosh, we had had them out here. You know, I remember seeing 135th year that we held them consecutively, but the the uh, pandemic kind of broke that up. So this is a, the start back to that. But it's a it's a wonderful time where people are here to remember their loved ones that have gone before them, and we're all united in mass during that that time. With we're in communion with all of those who have passed before us, whether they're in heaven or purgatory all the angels and saints in heaven and all the Catholics in the whole world are united at that time. So what a beautiful place to be here where they're laid to rest until resurrection and joining families together again. And so it was, it's, it's been quite a tradition that you see a lot of families gather out here together. Um, after mass, they're visiting the graves of their loved ones. And uh, so just a very beautiful time. And when the weather's nice, we do them outside. 
Uh, wonderful. Yeah, we'll, we'll hope for that, too. Hopefully, maybe not 95 degrees, but uh, <laughs> I, I, since they're in the morning, we should be uh, should be in pretty good shape. We're speaking with Daniel Saris. He is the director of the Catholic Cemeteries in the Archdiocese of Portland. So at each of these locations, Daniel, is there plenty of parking if people come out? There is a lot of parking. We just park all along the roads at, at any of the locations. So there's plenty of parking. You won't have to walk far. Um, at 9.30 that morning, the All-Ireland Cultural Society is going to be laying their wreath at the Famine Memorial here at Mount Calvary. And that is a, a beautiful memorial that was put in here um, to remember all the Irish who died during the famine between 1845 and 1851. Oh, wow. And a large majority of those Irish that came, that left Ireland, uh, came to the United States and ended up here in Oregon. And in the 1800s, their population uh, made up more than 10% of the population of Portland. And at that time, they were the largest religious body in the state of Oregon. So the Catholic uh, Catholics were the largest religious body. And so a lot of those old Irish people are buried here at, at Mount Calvary. Oh, well, that'd be really something special for sure. And I, I would imagine, too, you would encourage folks to bring flowers, whatever they would like, for the for the graves. Absolutely. You know, we provide vases for everyone out here um, so that you, you can just bring your flowers. We'll have vases at all the gates. Uh, the Boy Scouts will be out here at the gates helping people with vases and direction. Um, they will also be doing a flag-raising ceremony at noon. Mm. in the in the old, old section of Mount Calvary. Excellent to know. Again, we're speaking with Daniel Saracy as the director of Catholic Cemeteries in the Archdiocese of Portland as they get ready for their Memorial Day Masses on Monday, May 29th. Again, Mount Calvary Catholic Cemetery in Portland. That'll be at 10 a.m. Celebrant Peter Smith, Bishop Peter Smith, Happy Valley, Gethsemane, that'll be at 10 a.m. as well with Archbishop Alexander Sample, and then at Eugene, Mount Calvary Catholic Cemetery at 9 a.m. And again, the the priest there saying Mass in Eugene? is Father Deo Peo Dato. Oh, very good, and so look forward to that as well. Well, Daniel, great to talk with you this morning. Best of luck with the Memorial Day Masses, and again, I encourage folks to go to the Archdiocese Catholic Cemetery's website for all of the information. Uh, Again, wonderful talking with you, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, catching up with you after the Memorial Day Masses. All right, thank you. All right, God bless. Thank you. And it is 723 here at Mater Day Radio. You know, the older I've become and, and grown deeper in my faith, the more comforting I have found cemeteries to be. Yeah, It's beautiful. just really, because they're so beautiful. Yeah. And then our faith just is so inspirational to know that we'll be united once again with all of our families. And so uh, I do, I find it very peaceful to be able to just walk the grounds and pray for those and read the different names. Yeah. So, and I hope folks get an opportunity to attend. Again, this is the first time they've come back with the masses oh. since the pandemic. So to have them in person like that's wonderful. Beautiful. Well, you can also find so much more information on events happening in our area. Go to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, under the Get Involved menu. You can also access it on the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. 
Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. When a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we shall see face to face. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Christmas was exciting as a kid. There was anticipation of what presents we would be treated to under the tree. Do you remember having a long list of things that you hoped to get? Is our prayer life like that? Is your prayer life just a long list of requests for God? Perhaps it's time to put childish ways aside for a mature prayer life. Consider spending time giving thanks to God, or praise, or quietly listening, asking for direction, or praying for others. With this, we are drawn closer to God, face to face. This is Michael Gisandi with a bit of Catholic encouragement. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. Would you like to make your spring cleaning plans a little easier this year? Let Mater Day Radio give you a hand. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you would like to clear out, our vehicle donation program is just the answer. You can donate your vehicle to Mater Day Radio and get a likely tax deduction in return. It's quick and easy, giving you a real jump start to your spring cleaning. Learn more about our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend. Two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 727 at Mater Day Radio. Well, quite the landslide and evacuation at Mount St. Helens yesterday. We'll have the details for you in the news. And the crisis at the U.S. border is increasing, and Southwest bishops remain committed to welcoming migrants. Just as the church has always done, they said. I'll have that story for you coming up in news. Here is Jamie Teton. It's a good day. We are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio.
Jamie Teton, and it's a good day. It is 7.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, the day after Title 42 expired, lifting pandemic public health restrictions that had limited border crossings into the United States, a group of bishops along the southwest, U, uh, southwest U.S.-Mexico border said they remain committed to the church's efforts to welcome migrants. In a May 12th statement, they said they support efforts in their diocese and beyond that promote the God-given dignity of every person including those who have recently arrived in our communities. The bishops also added that in providing humanitarian aid, they would always cooperate with local, state, and federal officials, saying frequently in partnership with faith communities and like-minded secular organizations. Now, although the border had not expired in the surge of migrants that had anticipated once this federal policy was lifted, officials have been saying they do not know the numbers that will cross in upcoming days or weeks. Now, amid this time of uncertainty, the bishops acknowledged both the blessings and the challenges of migration, saying they see this every day as pastors of border communities where they minister to migrants and native-born persons alike. Now, the bishops also stressed that Catholics in the United States have always been at the forefront of efforts to welcome newcomers of all faith and nationalities. Well, 12 people and a dog were evacuated by helicopter Monday morning from the parking lot at the Mount St. Helens Visitor Center after a landslide Sunday blocked State Road 504, the Washington State Department of Transportation reported. So both directions of SR 504 near Coldwater Lake remain closed due to a debris slide blocking the roadway, according to the Transportation Department. Crews are currently assessing the extent of the debris. They also said the multiple or the mudslide wiped out the bridge to the observatory, and there's no estimated time for the reopening. Did you see the slide? Oh, it's incredible. I think that there is a couple of images where the people who were caught on the other side were standing near it. And once you see that... Yeah. With somebody in the frame, you get a good idea of how vast this is. They just reopened that road from the, the winter closures. And now, you know, there's these people stuck. They got the people out. They they airlifted yeah, them the helicopter. out. Yeah. But how long will it be before they get their vehicles back? You know, yeah, that's a great. That's uh, really? a great point. I, yeah, I looked at the slide or saw the aerial view of it. And I'm no expert, but I got to believe it's going to take 
a while. A while. To clean that yeah. up. Yeah. It's big. So we'll see. And then repair. And then you and have then the repair. repair. Yeah. Yeah. You can clear it, but yeah. then you got to repair it. I mean, there the was road. water rushing still yeah. over it. And so just incredible. Yeah. If you're online today, check that out. Mm-hmm. Well, Washington County and Aloha UMC are hosting an informational meeting about the plan Safe Rest Village at Aloha Methodist United Methodist Church on Tuesday. Now, K2 News reports the county said the meeting is for interested neighbors and community members to learn more about the site, ask questions, and meet with involved staff. Washington County says the village would provide temporary housing in the form of pods with beds and personal space, as well as trash disposal, restroom fencing, and communal areas. The village would also have 24-7 on-site staff trained in trauma-informed care, safety and crisis de-escalation, housing navigation, and employment support. Now, the announcement of the site was previously met with concern from local businesses and neighbors who were worried about the low barrier vetting process and the possibility of violent criminals or sex offenders living in the village. Now, the informational meeting will be held May 16th from 5 to 6.30 p.m. There will also be online access to the meeting. Well, four people, including a teenage suspect, were killed. Two police officers wounded Monday in a chaotic shooting in the Four Corners region of New Mexico, according to authorities there. Three victims were killed, Farmington police said, in addition to a suspect who was confronted and killed on the scene. Police said the suspect was 18 years old and that he had multiple weapons, including an AR-15-style rifle. Farmington Police Chief Steve Hebb said the suspect is believed to have traveled in the neighborhood up to approximately a quarter of a mile and to have fired three weapons randomly and targeting no specific victims. Monday's shooting is one of dozens across the country this year, including one in Yuma, Arizona on Saturday that claimed two lives and injured five others. A week before that, a shooting, a gunman killed eight people at a Dallas area outlet mall. Hmm. I saw I saw one report that this is the 255th mass shooting wow. in the first 20 weeks in our country. Oh, God bless us. Mm. Well, and you know, it's not far from home either. In fact, TriMet is temporarily detouring all Line 4 buses off a 10-block session of North Fessenden Street in North Portland after three of the buses were damaged by bullets. Now, the first incident occurred Sunday morning at Berkeley Avenue. The second happened Sunday afternoon near Van Houten Avenue. And the third incident was logged Monday morning. Now, this operator did not discover the damage until later in their route. So the location where the bus was shot is unknown. Now, the, the diversion will be in place at least through end of service today, ending early Wednesday morning. On two of the buses, the windows were struck, which led the safety glass to spiderweb, though it did not break out. Mm. In sports, for the third and final time in the regular season, Oregon State and the University of Portland will meet in college baseball tonight in Corvallis. Beavers have taken both previous outings. Second game was just a week ago, by the way, at Ron Tonkin Field in Hillsboro. Pilots coming off a 2-1 to home series win over Santa Clara, while OSU beat UCLA two out of three games in Los Angeles over the weekend. 
Following tonight's contest, it gets underway at 5.30. Portland travels to San Francisco for its final West Coast Conference Series of the season, then prepares for the conference tournament. Beavers have concluded their Pac-12 schedule and will begin their conference tournament on May 23rd. So it should be a pretty nice night for baseball. Well, today, one of the saints that we celebrate, St. Simon Stock, and we know him through the story of receiving the brown scapular from mm. Our Lady. Now, the cat, that is a, a sacramental, and the Catholic Church has a both sacraments and sacramentals, which can lead to some confusion. What's the difference, and what exactly is a sacramental? Well, simply put, sacramentals are anything set apart or blessed by the church for the purpose of sanctifying our lives, leading us to the sacrament. They are sacred signs and provide for us grace, spiritual help, through the intercession of the church. Now, these include the scapular medals. David, you talked about your St. Michael medal. I've got my miraculous medal on. Also, holy cards, rosaries, crucifixes. Almost anything a priest blesses with holy water. And another way to describe sacramentals is that they are extensions of the sacraments. They are not sacraments in themselves, but are related to the seven sacraments and flow from them, ultimately leading us back to them. Now, sacramentals are only instruments that God uses to guide us along the right path. And if we use them properly and under the church's instruction, they speed us on our journey toward heaven. These are not lucky charms and they do not work without proper disposition. Basically, if our hearts are not open to God, then how can this grace reach us? And if we want to fully receive the graces God wants us to receive in sacramentals and not use them in a superstitious way, then we should dispose ourselves by frequenting the sacraments of confession and Holy Eucharist. So one of the coolest things, you know, I talk, you mentioned my St. Michael's medal, which yes. I've had for years. I may have mentioned this before, but we had a visiting priest come into the studio uh, one time, and he traveled uh, around the country uh, promoting St. Michael. And, oh, really? Yeah. And so he blessed the medal while he was there. That nice. was awesome. It's just like, all right, thank you so much. That's I've had this special. for years and never been blessed. And so he came through and did that. So that was pretty neat. Well, enjoyed. That is a beautiful sacramental That's right. around your neck. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. This Saturday at 2 o'clock is a ladies' tea at the Father Bernard Youth Center. Father Bernard Youth in Mount Angel is hosting a ladies' tea with guest speaker Dina Marie. Celebrate what it means to Catholic women with this special event. You can decorate your table as you like, and FBYC will provide the tea and snacks for $100. Well, you can invite seven guests to fill a table. And remember, you can... Find more details on these and other events. Go to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, the Hail Mary Media app. Hey, Sister Anne Marie Warren at Our Lady of Peace Retreat House is going to join us. They have their summer institute coming up. You'll hear about it after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice, 
For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the Church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 7.43 at Mater Dei Radio. Well, there are a few clouds out there this morning, partly sunny skies today, high of 87 degrees, so another warm one. Partly cloudy tonight, low of 62, then Wednesday, sunny 92. <laughs> so, another really warm yes, day tomorrow, for too. May, for sure. Well, currently it is 60 degrees at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Forest Grove. And 55 degrees at St. Mark's Church in Eugene. Well, a 50th celebration is set for Our Lady of Peace Institute in Catholic teaching this summer. It's coming up July 10th to the 14th. And for half a century, the sisters at Our Lady of Peace retreat work to have presenters and speakers for the community to learn, deepen their faith life. This year, they are bringing in nationally known Catholic apologist Tim Staples to highlight a week of courses with the theme... Be still and know that I am God. Sister Anne-Marie Warren is joining me this morning to share all of the details. Good morning, Sister Anne-Marie. Thank you so much for joining us in studio today. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so glad to be here. For this 50th celebration that you have been offering the Institute, you have an amazing lineup of speakers all working towards that theme. Be still, know that I am God. And as we celebrate this Eucharistic revival, well, great speakers in store for us. Let's start with our keynote. It's Tim Staples from Catholic Answers and Apologists. Tell our listeners a little bit about what he's got in store for us. Well, he's going to be talking to us about why be Catholic? How is a man saved? And Luther's most important question. Wow, that sounds jam-packed. You got a lot to learn there. And as you all know, he's a great speaker, and we're really happy that he's going to be with us this year. Well, Sister Anne-Marie, it's funny because anybody who's gone to see Tim Staples, the idea of Tim being still, 
would be a little bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> he is so full of life. But you know what? He's a great example of how a person's faith and conversion is filling him with joy. And he can't help but share that joy with everybody else around him. Well, for next person that we have will be Father Theodore Lang, who is much loved in our diocese. And he's going to be talking about to know God is to love God. He's presently in Central Point, and he's looking forward to coming up and being with us. Our third speakers were really excited about having back again our mother Assumpta Long and Sister Joseph Andrew. They are awesome sisters, and we're glad they're coming together. And their theme is Christ is always at home for us and waits for us to visit him. And I understand that Sister Joseph Andrew is very involved in the Eucharistic celebrations that are coming up through the year. And so I'm sure she's going to be telling us all about them and, and encouraging us to know how to love Christ and also about adoration. Mm. Many people hear about adoration, but not sure what to do. And so she's going to be talking more about that. So it's going to be exciting. And then our last speaker just for one night is Auxiliary Bishop Peter Smith. He's such a special friend of ours, and it's going to be great. He's taking speaking to us during our evening lectures we have during the same time, and he is going to be on Thursday night. So we've got, a, like you said, a jam-packed, wonderful group and hoping to have a lot of people come. It's really important, and as you said, we get people from Canada, from across the United States, so we want people here from Portland to be there first. All right. Well, that registration is now open. So don't hesitate. You want to make sure that you have a seat at this year's Institute in Catholic Teaching at Our Lady of Peace in Beaverton. Well, let our listeners know a little bit about how that schedule runs, because you said that there's things that happen during the day. Now, sometimes people work and so they're not always able to attend everything. But then there's also evening events that are happening. That is correct. And we're open for if someone cannot make the full week, they can just come for a day or a certain class, whatever they like to do. If they don't want to come for the full time, just call our retreat house and we will give you more information on that. But we start out with morning prayer, with mass. We have two conferences in the morning and have a nice little break afterwards because we know we all get tired. And then we have a Eucharistic Holy Hour with the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And then there's an, a class in the afternoon, a fantastic dinner. And then in the evening, for a lot of people who cannot come during the day, we have the evening lecture series, and they're just wonderful. The speaker speaks on something that he really enjoys. There's time for question and answers. There's always time for a little snack in between. And so it is worthwhile coming. Even if you come from a distance, we used to have people coming all the way from Yam Hill and other places because they really like that growth that time to renew themselves and to listen to wonderful speakers. And those that are coming from a distance, you have the facility there where people can stay. And then there's also the option for people who are local, there's commuters where they can come back and forth. We have residents, we encourage anybody who's going to be taking the full course to be a resident, to stay with us. This gives them the opportunity to have a room to get rested in, to go to bed whenever they want to go to bed. It also gives them the opportunity to have all their meals with these wonderful speakers. 
They're awesome people to get to know, not just listening to them on the radio or conference, but they have lives that they like to share and we get to know them better. And you just get the full experience when you can stay. And yet at the same time, if you have children or whatever, you can come in the morning, have the two conferences, have lunch, have the third conference and enjoy that. Fantastic. And we know that through the technology that we have discovered, having come through the COVID pandemic and the shutdown, the Sisters at Our Lady of Peace are ready to offer some online options, too, for those who want to participate. But life just is such that it's not going to allow them to be there in person. But, well, they can also check in online through the event. Yes, and that is so wonderful. We did learn a lot through COVID. In fact, our very first institute during that time was totally online and it worked out beautifully. We had over Well, maybe 190 people signed up watching. It was just super, super. And so now we have that. And if you're interested in that, you can register for that online. It is free. So please sign up and share it with other people so that you also can grow. This is this. We want to reach out to everybody that we can. Oh, and you have made it so easy for those that in any possible way to be able to attend, to listen, to learn, to grow deeper. Well, you've made it possible for them for this year's Institute. Sister Anne-Marie Warren is joining me today. We're talking about Our Lady of Peace Institute in Catholic Teaching. Again, it is coming up July 10th to the 14th. Well, so much of your effort does go into that those few days and people are welcome to attend in any way they can. But all year long, there are things that are constantly going on things that are coming up real soon. Remind our listeners about some of the things that you have coming up that, well, they can get ready for. During the summer in June, we have a special retreat for women and religious. It goes for eight days and with Father Peter, who's coming from Poland to give the retreat. It is a wonderful time. It's a silent retreat. Um, All your meals are given, everything's given, and it's just a great, great time just to be and to be quiet and to be with us. So we hope you can come, even if you can come only two or three days, is a really grand opportunity for women to really take the time and to be able to get the rest they need and also to grow spiritually. Well, you've got something for the beginning of summer, summer, right in the middle of summer. And then as we lead out of the summer months, well, we have the barbecue. It's coming up again. It's coming up. The committees already started meeting. We are so excited about doing it. And uh, this, I think, is also our 50th year or pretty close for the barbecue. I've got to go back and check my numbers. But it's going to be a wonderful event. I'm sure the weather's going to be perfect. We'll have our Franciscan girls. Um, we'll have wonderful food. Also, we'll have the drive up. Mm-hmm. That is so much fun. And then the trail life. A troop that we sponsor, they take care of all that. And it's just, it's been wonderful. That way people don't have to get out of the car. They can pull up, take their food home and just enjoy. We started that because of COVID and it was such a hit that we decided to add it to our regular barbecue. So please come enjoy the day. This is a simple fundraising that we have and it supports our ministry. It supports the air conditioning and heating that we had to put in this recently. So there's a lot of bills that we have to pay, but mostly we like the barbecue because it brings the people together just to enjoy and to get a chance to see the sisters, to listen to the music and just to have a restful and fun day. I love it. That beautiful gift of hospitality that you have for the community. Oh, 
Always something going on at Our Lady of Peace Retreat. Well, Sister Anne-Marie, that's a lot for this summer, and I appreciate you coming to talking to us about it. And we'll have you back on as the different events get a little bit closer. Thank you. We can talk more. And it is 7.53 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend on this beautiful Tuesday morning. One of the ways you can support Mater Day Radio is through our vehicle donation program. If you have an old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, RV, you can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Really quick and easy process. Just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu, Vehicle Donation. It'll take you to the main page there. Just a couple of forms to fill out, quick and easy, and you're good to go, and a likely tax deduction for you as well. It is Matraday Radio's vehicle donation program on our website at matradayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM, Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator, K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever noticed that most people think that rules apply to others but not to themselves? They always consider themselves to be the exception. But what ends up happening is that everybody is an exception, and so the rules don't apply to anybody. The result is something worse than chaos. It's a loss of all the categories of respect and justice. G.K. Chesterton says that When the exception has become the rule, that is the worst of all possible tyrannies. When the Cardinal, formerly known as Ratzinger, gave his final homily before the papal conclave, he said, we are living under the tyranny of relativism. What is relativism? It's when there are no rules, only exceptions. The man about to become Pope was echoing Chesterton exactly. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. Support from Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. Hi everyone, this is David from Monterey Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in-depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Monterey Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. The Morning Blend. It's a cup of joy with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 7.57 at Mater Day Radio. Well, it's Election Day in Oregon. We'll have the details upcoming. And Pope Francis meets at the Vatican with the Ukraine president. 
Vladimir Zelensky, thankful for his time. I'll tell you about this meeting plus more coming up in news right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Ethan with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. Have you heard of scapulars? Even if you haven't, there's a chance you've seen someone wearing a kind of little necklace with a square piece of cloth on it. That is a scapular and they come in a few different varieties. The brown scapular, a popular sign of devotion to Mary, traces its origins back to today's saint, Simon Stock. Simon was born in England in the 12th century. As a child, he was unbelievably intelligent, learning to read and pray at an exceptionally early age. With his mother's guidance, he grew increasingly devoted to God, and in his earnest faith, he developed a keen distaste for anything remotely resembling sin. It was out of this disdain for sin that Simon, though only 12 years old, decided to avoid the temptations of the world by living as a hermit. He went out into a forest near Oxford and found a hollowed out tree, which he used for shelter. This hollowed out tree is one explanation proposed for the surname Stock, which in those times meant tree trunk. Simon spent 20 years in this solitary forest cell, subsiding on herbs, berries, and water, and dedicating his time to prayer and meditation. After this time, he decided to return to civilization in order to complete his studies and become a priest. Following his ordination, he entered into the Order of Carmel and finally began to involve himself in worldly matters. His timing wasn't too great, though, because England was in turmoil. Disagreements between King John and Pope Innocent III restricted the Carmelites' activities, and they lived as recluses for some years near Aylesford. Simon journeyed to the Holy Land to attend a consul, where he helped convince those present that the endangered Carmelites in the Middle East should flee to England. Soon after this emigration, Elaine, the superior general of the order, died. Simon, who was at this point known and respected by many, was chosen as the new leader of the entire order. However, the Carmelites faced difficulties even now. People looked unfavorably on their order, which had suddenly fled to England, and said there were enough religious orders already. By no fault of its members, the Order of Carmel was developing a bad reputation, and the oppression only grew worse as time went on. Simon prayed fervently for Our Lady's assistance and received a vision. He was told to appeal directly to the Pope for help, and as a symbol for her intercession, she bestowed the scapular upon Simon, saying to him, whoever dies clothed in this habit shall not suffer the eternal fire. Simon did as she asked, adding the scapular to the order's uniform and imploring assistance from Pope Innocent. With his help, the oppression against the Carmelites was ended, and the order began to flourish again. Simon continued to guide them until his death in 1265. The word scapular originally meant a piece of clothing kind of like an apron, generally worn by monks when working. Today, it is a small token carried by the faithful. In either case, it is a powerful and useful symbol, a reminder to devote our lives continuously to being in closer communion with Mary and with Jesus. St. Simon Stock, pray for us. Awaken the Saint is made in partnership by Spoke Street Media and Awaken Catholic. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Matra Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary media app. Details at matradayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky had private talks with Pope Francis at the Vatican on Saturday, later saying he sought support for his peace plan from the pontiff, who in the past has offered to try to help end the war launched by Russia's invasion of Ukraine over a year ago. Zelensky held his hand over his heart and said it was a great honor to meet with the Pope. Francis, using a cane for his knee problem, came to greet the Ukrainian president before ushering him into a papal studio near the Vatican's audience hall.
Thank you for your visit, Francis said, as their 40-minute-long meeting began. Now, in a tweet after the papal audience, Zelensky expressed gratitude for Pope Francis for his personal attention to the tragedy of millions of Ukrainians. He said he spoke with the pontiff about the tens of thousands of deported Ukrainian children. We must make every effort to return them home, he said. Now, earlier in the day, Zelensky received from the Italian officials pledges from both open-ended military and financial support, as well as stronger backing for Ukraine's aim to join the European Union. Well, today is Election Day in Oregon. You have not cast your ballot yet. You still have two options. You can return your completed ballot to an official drop box, or you can mail it as long as it gets postmark by today. Ballots don't require a stamp. So a couple of high-profile contests in the Portland area is a push for a capital gains tax to fund lawyers for tenants facing eviction and a race between community organizer Anna Del Rocio and recently retired Nike executive Julie Brim Edwards for a seat on the Multnomah County Board of Commissioners. Voter turnout in May of odd-numbered years tends to be a little bit low. In 2021, for instance, only 25% of Multnomah County voters cast ballots. This year, as of late last week, just 12% of Washington County voters were in, 17% of Clackamas County voters, and just 12% of Multnomah County voters. So uh, a ways to go yes. uh, still for uh, ballots. Well, Archbishop Tarsisis Kukichi has been elected as the new president of Caritas International, the second largest humanitarian aid organization in the world right after the Red Cross. The Catholic Archbishop of Tokyo was Japan's first missionary priest in Africa, where he first volunteered at a Caritas refugee camp, the start of 30 years of service with the Catholic Charitable Organization. More than 400 delegates taking part in Caritas' 22nd General Assembly in Rome elected Kikuchi to serve a four-year term. Now, the body must still elect a general secretary. And as president of Caritas International, he will lead a confederation of more than 160 Catholic charities operating in 200 countries and territories. He succeeds Cardinal Louis Antonio Tagle, who served as Caritas president since 2019. Well, if you are trying to lose weight, sugar substitutes, not the answer. That is according to new guidance by the World Health Organization. So the global health body said a systematic review of the available evidence suggests the use of non-sugar sweeteners does not confer any long-term benefit in reducing body fat in adults or children. WHO Director of Nutrition and Food Safety Francesco Branca says replacing free sugars with non-sugar sweeteners does not help people control their weight long term, adding we did see a mild reduction of body weight in the short term, but it's not going to be sustained. Health experts recommend that you gradually cut back on sugar and artificial sweeteners and include more protein and fiber-rich foods in your diet that can help you crave less sugar. Oh, I know, I know. 
the more sweet desserts I have in the evening, the more I want it on. Yeah. That's a hard one to break. I definitely have a sweet tooth. Yeah. Uh, I think though I've made the switch to a natural sweetener, monk mm-hmm. fruit. Yeah, right. Is what I've been using, and that that helps. And and really, yeah, exactly what he said. I just have to cut out yep. sugar, pastries, yeah. all of that. I I absolutely crave it. Donuts. Yeah. Don't bring any in because I'm going to eat them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you. Yeah, you know who else enjoys a few sweets? Yogi Bear. Yeah. And he's been at it down around Oregon Valley. Across Oregon, in fact, people are finding their garbage is tipped over, bird feeders pulled down, and barbecue grills disassembled. It's time to beware of bears. Now, one homeowner in the rural Peaceful Valley area near Eugene said they woke up early one morning to feed their horses and found their entire deck had been turned upside down. Wow. Patty Lindine said this was the first time she's seen this kind of activity from bears. People are encouraged not to confront or otherwise engage with bears. They say grills should be cleaned and stored after use and pet food only kept inside, which can attract bears and other wildlife, putting one's pet at risk. Now, putting out garbage the day of trash pickup versus the night before is another way to keep bears from foraging into areas populated with humans. The Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife warned that a bear's strongest sense is smell. And everything from trash cans to grill drippings can bring one to a resident. Once a bears associate people with food, unpredictable and often tragic outcomes can follow, usually for the bear. Yeah, a good warning. So do you remember uh, the park where Yogi Bear and his buddy Boo Boo resided? Yeah, Jellystone. Jellystone Park. Yeah. I've always wanted to go there. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> uh, in sports, any hope that the Oakland A's would be locating to the Portland area? Well, that may have been dashed. Yeah. It, was, it was announced yesterday that the A's have reached an agreement with Bollies and gaming and leisure properties to build a potential stadium on the Tropicana Hotel site along the Las Vegas Strip. The project is expected to cost about $1.5 billion, and the A's are asking for nearly $400 million in public support from Nevada legislature, which could vote on the proposal this week. So at one time, it was thought that the Oakland A's would be a viable option for the Rose City. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, well, uh, We were not looking our best that time. That was in the middle of COVID. Uh, I remember they came and made that visit. Billy Bean himself was here. Yeah, so you can probably count the Oakland A's out. Las Vegas getting everything. Uh, Well, I'm wondering, though, uh, is is Las Vegas the new Oakland? Because, of course, they have the Raiders. Yeah. And now they've got the A's. There you go. It's the new Oakland. Exactly, yeah. Speaking of Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry about your uh, Seattle Kraken. Oh, I yeah. I told you in the I, I saw the game a little bit yesterday. I wouldn't consider myself a fan, but I am an interested party. All right. th- just having a team so close involved, it did keep me kind of involved in the playoffs, but it's a fast game. I'm not quite attuned to watching hockey and right. how how plays are set up and things like that, though. The reason I said speaking of Las Vegas is because Dallas, who beat Seattle mm-hmm. last night 2-1, to one, they play Las Vegas in the Western okay. Conference Finals. And so two hotbeds of hockey, Dallas and Las Vegas. <laughs> That's Go right. figure. Uh, and again, it's... Uh, it's practically summertime, and we're still playing ice hockey. Yes. I think the, the season needs to shift a little bit. And ice hockey in Las Vegas. On Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, throughout the Gospels, Jesus is surrounded by family, moved by faith, uses food to unite them both. Based on the gospel, there is nothing more fundamental to being a follower of Jesus, even today, than family, faith, and food. Yeah. That, according to Monsignor uh, Jamie uh, Gigatiello, I found okay. a great article at Catholic Link. Here's what he says about family. The family is important to Jesus. This does not mean those whom you are biologically linked to, but also those who become your family, those whom you love. And Jesus is undoubtedly linked to his mother, who he offers to us as our mother as wealth. Uh, Jesus shows us time and time again how much God values family relationships. Faith is what's needed to gain a place in heaven. And here, too, throughout Scripture, Jesus tells those in need that it is their faith which heals them. Having a strong faith is all that God asks of us, but it means trusting and giving over your will to God. And food, David, of course. Yes. Well, as Catholics, we believe that all creation is a gift, including nature, our body, and animals and plants, which we call food. They are gifts to be respected, but also enjoyed. Jesus himself uses food countless times through the gospel in order to demonstrate the self-giving love of God. In fact, Jesus' first public miracle occurred... At a wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they ran out of wine. So breaking bread together, faith and family, they come together around a table of food. And Jesus knew this because he knows us. And as Christians, we're called not to practice our faith alone in solitude. Even monks live in community together. Today, it is more important than ever to strengthen the bonds of family and come together to share faith. In many of our societies have become isolated and divided. And food is that one thing Mm -hmm. where we can all settle on. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And coming up on Saturday is a parent information night of Chesterton Academy at Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati at 7 o'clock at Aquinas Hall, Holy Rosary Parish. Families with middle and high school students are encouraged to come learn more about Chesterton Academy's classical curriculum, meet the dedicated faculty and current Chesterton families. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Go to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. We have a homily highlight coming up with Father Bill Moissant right after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Tara Umara Children's Hospital Fund of Oregon. The TCHF has a 20-year history that is now focusing on the sustainability to support the long-term efforts of the mission in the Copper Canyon region of Mexico. Information is available on their website at tchforegon.org. 
May is the month of Mary. Celebrate our Blessed Mother by praying more with Mater Day Radio. Our powerful prayer team is waiting to hear from you so they can unite your intentions to Our Lady. Go now to the prayer page at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app or call our prayer hotline directly. 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or tap the Hail Mary Media app and materdayradio.com. Let us pray for you. Throughout the month of May, Mater Dei Radio also honors our Blessed Mother with a series of insightful Marian reflections, her sacred mysteries that take us directly to Christ in the Holy Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and Mater Dei Radio's three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass. May is the month of Mary, and it's a special time for more prayer at Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 814 at Mater Dei Radio, partly sunny skies today, high of 87 degrees, few clouds overnight tonight, low of 62, and then for Wednesday, sunny 92, Thursday, mostly sunny 89 still, but kind of warm this week. Well, currently it is 60 degrees already at St. Philip's Catholic Church up in Woodland. And 57 degrees at St. Edward Church in Kaiser. Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's Homily Highlight from Father Bill Moissant, pastor at Resurrection Church in Tualatin. I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you orphans. That is what Jesus is saying to his disciples as he anticipates his passion, death on the cross, his resurrection, and ascension to the Father. I will not leave you orphans. Jesus had a very parental relationship with his disciples. He sometimes in the gospel refers to them as my children. When Jesus was with his disciples in a room, he was likely the oldest man there, or one of the older. Tradition, he was about 33 years old. Lifespan for a man in those days was about 40. So if you were 40, you were old. Jesus is 33. James and John scholars think we're probably young teenagers. And so he would have been an older person teaching them and they would have listened to him. But I will not leave you orphans. It would be as if you were leaving your child behind, saying, goodbye, I'm leaving now. But I won't leave you alone. I'm going to send you help. And so Jesus does. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, will descend upon the disciples on Pentecost, Pentecost was a great Jewish feast. It was 50 days after Passover. It was on that Jewish feast of Pentecost that the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples and formed them into church. We will celebrate that coming of the Holy Spirit in two weeks on the feast of Pentecost. The church will need that Holy Spirit. This is all new to them. We read these accounts over and over again, and they seemed 
common. They seemed familiar. But they had never gone through this before. They didn't know what was happening. Jesus will even be frustrated with them at times in the gospel saying, why don't you get it? Why don't you understand? But they're just confused and lost. And so they would need the Holy Spirit to guide them, to help them figure out what are we supposed to do, especially after Jesus ascends into heaven? Now what do we do? Now what do we do as disciples of Jesus Christ? Many things will happen in the early church that would have been very confusing for them. The whole idea of an advocate would have been a foreign idea to them. Jewish theology, there is no idea of a person as a spirit. We talk about the spirit of God, but that's like God's presence. Here, Jesus is talking about someone. It says the spirit, it's a someone coming to help you, to be your advocate, be your representative, to intervene for you and guide you. In the first reading, we have the account of Philip going to Samaria. That would have been unusual on its own because the Jews didn't go to Samaria. In fact, they would go out of their way to walk around Samaria so they didn't have to go through that territory. It's a favorite, famous road down by the Jordan River so they could use that route, not go through the territory of the Samaritans. There's all kinds of reasons why, but they look down on the Samaritans. But now we have Philip going to Samaria. That would have been amazing all by itself. What's even more amazing is that the Samaritans are believing in Jesus. They're following the way. They're even being baptized. Philip is baptizing them. And so he comes back to the apostles and say, I've been down in Samaria, and they're believing in Jesus. That's amazing. It's so amazing that Peter and John will go down to Samaria to see what's going on. What's going on with these Samaritans? They're becoming with us, followers of the way. They weren't called Christians yet, but they soon would be. And so they go down and they determine that Yes, they've been baptized in the name of Jesus, <clears throat> but they haven't received the Holy Spirit yet. So Peter and John lay their hands on them, and the newly baptized now receive the Holy Spirit. But they had to be guided in that. What are we supposed to be doing? That's what the Spirit is telling them to do, to guide them as they uh, put this group together, organize the church, try to figure out what to do in terms of following Jesus now that he's gone. And so on this sixth Sunday of Easter, reminded of the work of the Spirit in our lives, the Holy Spirit. It's so traditional in the Western church to think about God and think about Jesus. And then this Holy Spirit this being, what do we do about the Holy Spirit? Especially in the West, we've sort of lost track of that, although that's getting better. In the East, they've always had a close relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so as we come close to the end of the Easter season, 
It's time to think of the Holy Spirit working in our lives. Jesus isn't here like he used to be when he was here in his public ministry. Died, rose from the dead, sent into the Father. And the Holy Spirit's here helping us do the work of the church, doing the work of Jesus. Jesus says that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. That's a sign. If you love Jesus, you will keep his commandments. Now, we're not just talking about the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. We're talking about the commandments that Jesus gives us in the gospel as well. Love God, love your neighbor. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love people like I love you, he would tell his disciples. That's the command. The command is to love. It will set the Christian church apart because it's so different. You will know they are Christian by their love. Because it's weird for a group to be focused in on love, especially in this culture that Jesus was in. But it would make the Christians very different. But the Holy Spirit guided them, helped them to live out the commandments of Jesus. Obey the commandments, love other people, you love Jesus. If we don't love other people, we can't love Jesus. It's one of those truths that's so very profound, but it's simple, you can understand it. It's not complicated. If you love Jesus, you love other people. If you love other people, you love Jesus, because you're following his commands. Now, you may not have warm feelings about them, but the love in the scripture is action word. It's how we treat other people. Treat them with respect, treat them with forgiveness, treat them with mercy, support them, help them, especially when they're in trouble. Don't abandon them, don't hate them, don't be violent towards them, don't discriminate against them, don't talk badly about them. Rather, we love them just like Jesus loves us. That's what Jesus is talking about in the gospel today. The love everyone has, he loves us. Following the Spirit, it's what we do as Christians. Follow the Holy Spirit and open ourselves up to that guidance and be aware of it. Be aware of the guidance that the Holy Spirit gives us through the community, through the scriptures, through the sacraments, people around us, just experiences of our lives. When you got up this morning, you suffered. Hard to get up, hard to start the day sometimes. Suffer. St. Peter is talking about that in the second reading. And he's saying, well, if you're gonna suffer, because you are anyway, please suffer doing good. Don't suffer doing bad. Don't do that. If you're going to suffer, suffer doing good things, good things for other people. Then that way we fulfill the promise that Jesus gives us to have an advocate that we're called to follow and to be like Jesus and to love the people around us. 
And that is today's homily highlight from Father Bill Moissant at Pastor at Resurrection Church in Tualatin. Now, that wonderful homily can be made, was going to be made into a podcast right after the show. And you're going to be able to access it on the Hail Mary Media app. And while you look at the app, always constantly look in the different menus because Sarah Kenzie, our digital media manager, always updating, putting new things in there. Of course, the prayer library is incredible. Incredible, a wealth of prayers that you can pray. It is an absolutely free download. You can get it today. More than 2,000 people already using the Hail Mary Media app from Mater Day Radio. And remember, you can find more details on the app. Head over to our webpage at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. Hi, I'm Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. Lattes and cappuccinos may be tasty, but it's the morning blend with David and Brenda that will get your day started right on Mater Day Radio. It is a 27 and Mater Day Radio. Well, it may be a while before you can get back up to Mount St. Helens. We'll have that story for you in the news. And the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border is increasing, and Southwest bishops remain committed to welcoming migrants, just as the church has always done. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up in news. Here is Matt Marr and Rise Up. We are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
That is Matt Marr and Rise Up. It's 8.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The day after Title 42 expired, lifting pandemic public health restrictions that had limited border crossings into the United States, a group of bishops along the southwest U.S.-Mexico border said... They remain committed to the church's efforts to welcome migrants. In a May 12th statement, they said they support efforts in their diocese and beyond that promote the God-given dignity of every person, including those who have recently arrived in our communities. The bishops also added that in providing humanitarian aid, they would always cooperate with local, state, and federal officials, frequently in partnership with faith communities and like-minded secular organizations. Now, although the border had not experienced the surge of migrants that it had anticipated once this federal policy was lifted, officials have been saying they do not know the numbers that will cross in upcoming days or weeks. Amid this time of uncertainty, the bishops acknowledge both the blessings and challenges of migration, saying they see this every day as pastors of border communities where they minister to migrants and native-born persons alike. The bishops also stress that Catholics in the United States have always been at the forefront of efforts to welcome newcomers of all faiths and nationalities. Twelve people and a dog were evacuated by helicopter Monday morning from the parking lot at the Mount St. Helens Visitor Center after a landslide Sunday blocked State Road 504. The Washington State Department of Transportation reported both directions of SR 405 near Coldwater Lake remain closed due to a debris slide blocking the roadway, the Transportation Department said in a Monday morning tweet. Crews are currently assessing the extent of the debris. They also said that the mudslide wiped out the bridge to the observatory. There's no estimated time for the reopening. Oh, Saw the slide. Amazing. Looks huge. I have no idea how long it's going to take them to open that road, but I got to believe it's going to be a while. Could you imagine the thought yesterday morning that a, a family said, you know, a couple, let's go up. The observatory yeah. is open now. Grab the dog. Let's head out for the day. Uh, and then the road washes out. Thankfully, nobody was injured because yeah. that would not have been well for whoever got caught in that. But, yeah, they said they had to rescue everybody caught on the other side that included a dog by mm-hmm. helicopter. Yeah. And I mean, they're they're car is stuck up there now i mean however long knows yeah how long have you been up there oh to the johnston creek observatory is uh johnston ridge i think is what it's called absolutely right oh it's right there Mm -hmm. it it is farther though than it seems so just be ready for a long drive Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that it's it's a couple hour, better part of two hours, okay. to, uh, closer to three to get up to the top. There are some great stops along the way, right? Uh, but it's uh, it's an experience. It's great. Yeah, well, wish them the best in getting that slide cleared. It's gonna be a tough and their job. cars back. Yeah. I mean, there was water still running down. You have this huge snowpack that's yes. melting, and yeah, it's, it's tough. gonna keep going probably mm-hmm. for a while too. Well, TriMet is temporarily detouring all Line 4 buses off a 10-block section of North Fessenden Street in North Portland after three of the buses were damaged by bullets. 
Now, the first incident occurred Sunday morning at Berkeley Avenue. The second happened Sunday afternoon near Van Houten Avenue. And the third incident was logged Monday morning. The operator did not discover the damage until later in their route, so the location where the bus was shot is unknown. The diversion will be in place at least through end of service Tuesday, ending early on Wednesday morning. On two of the buses, the windows were struck, which led the safety glass to spiderweb, though it did not break through. Well, four people, including a teenage suspect, were killed and two police officers wounded Monday in a chaotic shooting in the Four Corners region of New Mexico, according to authorities there. Three victims were killed, Farmington police said, in addition to a suspect who was confronted and killed on the scene. Police said that the suspect was 18 years old and that he had multiple weapons, including an AR-15-style rifle. Farmington Police Chief Steve Hebb said the suspect is believed to have traveled in the neighborhood up to approximately one quarter of a mile and have fired three weapons randomly at targeting no specific victims. Monday shooting is one of dozens across the country this year, including one in Yuma, Arizona on Saturday that claimed two lives and injured five others. A week before that shooting, a gunman killed eight people at a Dallas area outlet mall. Washington County and Aloha UMC are hosting an informational meeting about the planned Safe Rest Village at Aloha United Methodist Church on Tuesday. K2 News reports the county said the meeting is for interested neighbors and community members to learn more about the site, ask questions, and meet with involved staff. Now, Washington County says the village would provide temporary housing in the form of pods with beds and personal space, as well as trash disposal, restrooms, fencing, and communal areas. The village would also have 24-7 on-site staff trained in trauma-informed care, safety and crisis de-escalation, housing navigation, and employment support. The announcement of the site was previously met with concern from local businesses and neighbors who were worried about the low barrier vetting process and the possibility of violent criminals or sexual offenders living in the village. The informational meeting will be held May 16th from 5 to 6.30. There will also be online access to the meeting. In sports for the third and final time in the regular season, Oregon State and the University of Portland will meet in college baseball tonight in Corvallis. Beavers have taken both previous outings. The second game was just a week ago at Ron Tonkin Field in Hillsboro. Pilers coming off a 2-1 home series win over Santa Clara, while OSU beat UCLA two out of three games in Los Angeles over the weekend. Following tonight's contest, it gets underway at 530 Portland travels to San Francisco for its final West Coast Conference Series of the season, then prepares for the conference tournament. The Beavers have concluded their Pac-12 schedule and will begin their conference tournament on May 23rd. Well, the Catholic Church has both sacraments and sacramentals, which can lead to some confusion. Well, what is the difference and what is a sacramental? Well, today we honor and celebrate St. Simon Stock, who we associate with the brown scapular, which is a sacramental. Mm -hmm. So simply put, sacramentals are anything set apart or blessed by the church for the purpose of sanctifying our lives and leading us to the sacraments. They are sacred signs and provide us a grace through the intercession of the church. 
Now, these include the brown scapular, medals, holy cards, rosaries, crucifixes, and almost anything a priest blesses with holy water. Now, another way to describe sacramentals is that they are extensions of the sacraments. They're not sacraments in themselves, but are related to the seven sacraments and flow from them, ultimately leading us back to them. Now, sacramentals are only instruments that God uses to guide us along the right path. If we use them properly and under the church's instruction, they speed us on our journey toward heaven. They are not lucky charms. They do not work without proper disposition. So basically, if our hearts are not open to God, then how can this grace reach us? And if we want to fully receive the graces God wants to give us in sacramentals and not use them in a superstitious way, then we should dispose ourselves by frequenting the sacraments and confession of and receiving Holy Communion. Mm -hmm. So there's your sacramental. I like it. Around your neck, St. Michael is. My miraculous medal right here on my chest too. Awesome. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, I think we were just talking about Pasta David. Yeah. May 21st at 11 a.m. to 5 o'clock, Spaghetti Dinner Fundraiser, Sacred Heart Parish in Portland. They are offering this dinner, $15 for adults, $10 for kids 10 to 18, 9 and under, big Catholic families. They're all free. Nice. Remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, MatraDayRadio.com, and the Hail Mary media app. We reported yesterday that Italians, on average, eat 51 pounds of pasta a year. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot that's, of pasta. That's in a lot of pasta. That's impressive. All right. Uh, Tech Tuesday it is today, so Sarah Kinsey is going to join us right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Pathway Church in Wichita, Kansas, decided to do something out of the ordinary. They spent $22,000 to pay off the medical debt of 1,600 families in the state. As reported by Relevant Magazine, Pastor Todd Carter sent these families a note stating, We're Pathway Church. We may never meet you, But as an act of kindness in the name of Jesus Christ, your debt has been forgiven. Addressing his congregants, Pastor Carter said, Imagine what those 1,600 people felt like when they realized that this debt that has been hanging over their heads has been forgiven. That's exactly what God in the person of Jesus Christ wants you to feel each and every day, that your debt has been forgiven. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. 
Healthcare sharing has been around for decades and began out of the Christian tradition of neighbor helping neighbor. That's the premise Solidarity HealthShare was built on, where a nonprofit medical cost sharing ministry in which our family of members share in each other's eligible medical expenses. Solidarity HealthShare is not insurance, but an alternative way to pay for medical costs that adheres to Catholic Church teachings. We never share into medical care that goes against our morals. More information at SolidarityHealthShare.org. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Matraday Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Matraday Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Matraday Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at matradayradio.com. And it is 8.43 right here at Mater Day Radio. We've got mostly sunny skies today, although a few clouds out there this morning. Have a high of 87. Probably going to be kind of humid today again, given the cloud cover that we have. Partly cloudy tonight, low of 62. And then for Wednesday, sunny back into the 90s, 92 degrees. Thursday, mostly sunny, high of 89. So uh, the heat continues throughout the middle of the week. No doubt. Well, currently it is 61 degrees at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Vancouver. And it's 61 degrees at St. Brigitte Church in Portland. Well, it is Tuesday and time once again to talk with Sarah Kenzie. Sarah is the digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio. She joins us every Tuesday to let people know what's coming to your inbox this afternoon from Mater Day Radio. Kind of brings together the highlight reel of all of the great programming that you receive and hear right here at Mater Day Radio. Good morning, Sarah, our traffic news reporter on the ground. How was the road coming in today? Good morning. Uh, it was fine. It was a little slow. I was taking some back roads, but not too bad. Okay, not too bad for a Tuesday. Uh, I, I find that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not too bad of a commute, mm-hmm. especially going home right. by Thursday. Mm-mm. It starts to get yeah. in. I think Thursday's the new Friday, David, when it comes to traffic. <laughs> yes, I believe you're correct there. So earlier, Sarah, just, well, not that just several minutes ago, we were talking about sacramentals. Yes, and, I heard. Uh, do you have a favorite sacramental? Mm, um, I usually carry a rosary with me, um, mm-hmm. usually a rosary or like the the decade one. Um, mm-hmm. So I usually have that in my bag. So that's probably the one I have with me the most. All right. That's nice. Yeah. I uh, I carry rosary. I think both my kids. I think that might be one of the, the higher popularity level right? kind yeah. of sacramentals. I think many people also carry medals or... Or even I've seen many people take their medal, like the patron saint medal, mm-hmm. and attach it to their rosary. Oh, yes. Right? Yep. As a little added oh, yeah. kind of devotion, too. That's so, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, sacramentals, that's some of the great information you get from right here at Mater Day Radio, along with our great podcast, the Hail Mary Media app. Sarah is always working on different things. So that way, well, it makes it real easy for you to practice your faith. I mean, if you're driving home in traffic, well, plug in the app and you can listen to great podcasts like, especially if we have a big uh, celebration, liturgical event coming up, like the Ascension 
you can listen to a podcast. Ken Hellenius joins us last week and talked about it. And that's in today's email. Sarah, tell us more. That's right. So uh, Ken joined uh, you here on the morning show uh, just to talk about the Feast of the Ascension, um, which is often moved from this Thursday um, to the following Sunday. And so um, Ken breaks that down for us and just gives us kind of you know, some background of the history and the significance of that feast. And um, we're kind of getting to the end of the Easter season now. So we've got the Ascension coming up and then Pentecost. So um, it's always great to hear from Ken and he just knows so much. And it's just helpful for us to kind of check in. Where are we in the season and, and why are we celebrating what we're celebrating? It was a fun check-in with uh, Ken David this week because he was not uh, in Notre Dame as he typically is. He was... Uh, in beautiful wine country, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Yes, he was uh, down in Sonoma County, enjoying a little vacation there. But he's committed to Mater Day Radio, so he joined us by phone anyway. And so we always appreciate that. And uh, yeah, he just always has such great insight, either to the saints or the holy days, whatever the case may be. And of course, his great program, Living Stones, with Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Monday evenings, seven thirty or anytime on the Hail Mary Media app, Sarah. That's right. That's it. So anyway, enjoyed that. Oh, and I really appreciate the next highlight show. We've got many great locally produced shows. They air every night at 7.30 through the weekdays. And then on the weekends, great ways to prepare through um, uh, Sunday commentary, Next Mission from God, of course, uh, Sacred Music music with terry ross on friday evenings though have a little fun the good deacon and i well we relate (laughs) what it's like to be catholic family and all the ups and downs all of our good habits all of our bad habits too on this week's episode so yes i really enjoyed um this episode of view from the pew um with you and deacon scott brenda and um you talk about like you said habits um and you had a great interview um as part of the show with emily jaminette um which i really enjoyed it was really about how um the link between our habits and the sacred heart and i thought that was fascinating and um she talks about how all virtue flows from the sacred heart and so when we're trying to form new habits of virtue, um, really working on our own heart and and also running to the sacred heart of Jesus. Um, and then I, I really love how after, you know, there's sometimes an interview and then you and Scott kind of sit down and talk about how do you see that in your own life? And I think that makes it very um, practical and something that our listeners can take away from. And I, I really enjoyed that conversation and um, how you talked about uh, not just like resigning ourselves to bad habits maybe we've had for a long time, uh, not having that spirit of despair, but um, but pressing forward and, and trying to, you know, have hope in changing those for the better. David, it was a short conversation after that interview because I just, I don't have bad habits. So I'm like, well. <laughs> oh, I mean, you don't now. No. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Yes. <laughs> Sarah Kenzie is joining us today. Sarah is our digital media manager here at Mater Day Radio. Well, along with our great on-air shows, we've got podcasts, we've got the Hail Mary media app. On that app is a beautiful prayer library. I, d- I use it every day. That's I know great. many people do. And well, there's an, a library of novenas, those nine-day novenas that we pray. This I love. Let's start and pray a novena together. Mater Dei Radio is getting ready to start a novena for Pentecost. It's a great way for our our Catholic community, both here locally and those around the world who also use the Hail Mary Media app, 
to pray together. Tell our listeners about how they can get involved in the Pentecost Novena. That's right. So this Friday, we will begin the Pentecost Novena, which um, you could say is the original Novena. It's, really? you know, the, well, the, you know, the, the apostles and disciples of Jesus praying for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And so um, in some ways, you could say that that's how uh, that tradition has started. And uh, so we will be praying for nine days leading up to the Feast of Pentecost. And um, so you can go to the app. There's a section of prayers uh, dedicated to the Holy Spirit. And there's actually several different options. So you can uh, just choose whatever you would like to do for those nine days. And uh, you can also sign up for a prayer reminder um, in our uh, in that form that you just fill out really quickly. And we'll send you an update um, every day of that novena. Um, so we're really excited about this. And um, there's just so many beautiful prayers to choose from. And we just invite you to join um, in with us during that novena. All right, that's beautiful. And I know you're pretty busy too with uh, young Catholic professionals. You got some big events coming up. Yes. Uh, so uh, we are gearing up for our fifth year anniversary. Uh, it's uh, Saturday, May 27th at St. Cecilia Catholic Church. Uh, Archbishop Alexander Sample will be joining us to celebrate Mass. And then there's a free luncheon afterwards. And so um, any young adult in your 20s or 30s, but also uh, people who, you know, you maybe you were a young adult recently and you were at our events. Uh, maybe you've helped support us by hosting us at your parish or being a speaker or um, just helping us spread the word. We're really just inviting uh, the wider community to this event um, if you're a supporter of YCP. So um, you can go to ycpportland.org and sign up right there. And uh, we're just really excited about that event. Yeah, Again, that is May 27th. May 27th. Yeah, it's coming right up. That's right. That's fantastic. I mean, you think about the number of people who could have been involved in some way or another at YCP. That sounds like it's going to be an incredible turnout. Uh, those who are also YCP at heart, David. Uh, <laughs> no, she said who were young Catholic professionals recently. Uh, well, that, uh, and yeah, supporters, yeah, that, that, so that oh, includes okay. you too. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, great. Uh, Sarah, thanks so much again for joining us today, and thanks for all that you do on our digital media platforms. Thank you both so much. And again, that is Sarah Kenzie, our digital media manager now remember the hail mary media app absolutely free download that today along with 2200 other people who are using that app on a regular basis and if you're not receiving those emails well head over to materdayradio.com you can find that information to give us your email and well you can also be getting these highlight reels every tuesday again you'll find that at materdayradio.com more information at on the hail mary media app Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Greetings and blessings to all of you listening to Mater Day Radio. Join me, Father Gabriel Mosier, and other listeners of Mater Day Radio as we pray the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession 
was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the Church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 8.55 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on The Morning Blend. You know, I'm part of the SCP. What is that? Senior Catholic Professional. Oh, Uh I like that. Uh, How about that? Okay, I'll (laughs) join you. There you go. Uh, Weather today, mostly sunny skies, high of 87 degrees. Partly cloudy overnight tonight, low of 62. And then Wednesday, sunny back into the 90s, 92 degrees. Currently 61 degrees in the Rose City. Closing out our show, here is PJ Anderson, and your grace is amazing. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found Was blind, but now I see T'was grace that taught my heart to free And grace my feet freely How precious did that grace appear The hour I first Your grace is amazing Your grace is amazing And it is the one thing that truly sets me free Your grace is amazing Your grace is amazing 
PJ Anderson and your grace is amazing. It's 8:59 at Mater Day Radio. That's going to wrap it up for the morning blend. David and Brenda with you on this Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us today. We do appreciate it. And it is Tuesday. That means Voice of the Shepherd on at 7:30 this evening with Archbishop Alexander Sample Dina Marie. You can also catch it on our podcast, the Hail Mary Media app. Have a very blessed day.